Okay, so you're learning this Rashi. Rashi comments in the words, Hashem appears to Avraham. And Rashi says two things. Hashem appeared to him to visit the sick. And then Rashi says, Rabbi Chama Barchanina said that it was the third day after his circumcision. And Hashem came to uh, visit. So we had a couple of questions about the Rashi. Question number one was, why did Hashem wait for the third day? And we answered that it wasn't Hashem waited for the third day. Hashem visited him every single day. And the purpose of the visit on the third day um, was also connected to the following event with the angels. Or, so, or, or more rather, the Torah describes Hashem's appearance to Avraham in context of what was happening later. So Hashem appeared to Avraham every day uh, after circumcision. On day one, it says clearly that clearly God assisted him with the circumcision itself. And the second day is even more dangerous, according to some opinions. So for Shashem visited him on the second day as well. Um, but the question is, how does Rashi know that it was the third day that the Torah is describing here? If Hashem indeed visited him every single day, how can Rashi tell from the verses that Hashem visited him on day three? So, what the Rebbe basically says is that what's it, first of all, there are two things that Rashi is saying. Number one is that Hashem visited him. And then the second thing is Rabbi Ham Rachanina said it was on, was on the third day. So the Rebbe says that these two points that Rashi mentions are sourced in different things. The fact that Hashem visited him on the third day was not from this Pasuk itself, it's rather from the continuation on the next Pasuk. Um, the fact that Hashem visited him in general, purpose was to visit the sick, so Hashem visited him. Why Hashem visited him, uh, why, what, the reason we know that this verse was on the third day is because of the following verses. What does it say in the following verses? The following verses it says, that Hashem sent three angels, and each of these angels had different missions. One of the angels was Malchafal, the angel of healing. And that angel came to heal Avram. Now, since a person after circumcision gets sick for three days, Rashi knows, based upon what we learned yesterday, that a mitzvah cannot be done in a miraculous way. You can't uh, break nature, you shouldn't break nature, even if you can. Even if you're at Sadiq and you're able to break the rules of nature, you shouldn't break the rules of nature to do a mitzvah. Because as just like, uh, the, since the purpose of mitzvahs is to elevate the physical world, so just like the mitzvah itself is meant to be done with physical objects and garbed in the concealment of nature, and the preparations for a mitzvah, equivalent yesterday that the Alter Rebbe uh, asked the, the captain of the ferry to stop the ship, even though he could have stopped the ship miraculously, he asked the captain to stop the ship because he wanted specifically to do the mitzvah in a natural way, because the purpose of the mitzvah is to cause 
the fulfillment of Hashem's desire to have a home in the lowest realm, and therefore it has to be done specifically within the realm of nature, and therefore the captain has to be the one to stop the ship. So just as this is true for the preparations of the mitzvah, and for the mitzvah itself, so too is this true regarding the consequences of the mitzvah. In this case, the fact that Avraham is sick after the circumcision. Since, according to nature, he's going to be ill for three days, so it cannot be that Hashem sent the Malach Rafal to heal Avram before the third day. Because if he did, then the mitzvah would be missing something in its impact in the physical world. So you have to say it was on the third day that, that the Malach Rafal healed Avram, because... Um, this is the way things are in nature. That's why the halacha is that a baby on Shabbos, there are different halachas about what you're allowed to do and you're not allowed to do after day three of the circumcision because the baby is considered uh, unwell until the third day. So to Avraham, since he's naturally going to be sick until the, the third day, so that's why Shem only sent the angel on the third day. Here's, but here's now another question. This question actually uh, exposes a very fundamental thing in our Judaism. If indeed a person gets better on day three, so what's the point of the angel? He'll get better anyways. So the answer is like this. The Rambam writes that the powers of nature, the powers of nature, what we call the powers of nature, <clears throat> are sometimes called in the Torah and the Talmud angels. Why do we call the powers of nature angels? Because everything that exists in this world has a divine source. As the Talmud says that there is no blade of grass in the world that can grow unless an angel called Mazel hits it and says to grow. So since everything in the world, including what we call the powers of nature, are really coming from God's angels, they're coming from an angel of Hashem which causes those powers of nature to do whatever they're supposed to do. So therefore, sometimes what people call... uh, a natural phenomena, let's say the phenomena of um, the wind blowing, um, sometimes that's called in, in the Talmud, an angel made the wind blow. Even though it's natural for the wind to blow. No, because in order for the wind to blow, an angel, the angel of God, who is assigned to cause the wind to blow, has to say, blow. There's no such thing as the wind blowing. There's no such thing as the powers of nature. Everything that's happening in the world is because of divine a divine instruction of Hashem through the angels of Hashem. So the fact that according to nature, quote-unquote, Avram is healed on day three, why is he healed on day three? This is because the angel of fall, who's in charge of healing, uh, he is the one who's sent to heal a person on day three. That's what happens on day three to people naturally, quote-unquote. That's only because Hashem sends Malchafot to do that. But, Ordinarily, you don't see an angel making that happen. Ordinarily, it just looks like something that happens by itself. But by Avraham, since Avraham's divine source shined in him while he was alive in this world, so therefore he also merited, just like he merited to see Hashem, he merited to see the Malchafal. He saw it happen. So, 
think about this in context, of those who are getting COVID and healing after X, X amount of days, yeah, you get it for 10 days, get it after 11 days, it, it, the symptoms go away, if you have this, you have that. It's not that it, it ends after a certain amount of time naturally, or more accurately, the word that we're using naturally, what does that word really mean? That means God sends the angel to fall after X amount of days, usually to heal. Sometimes Hashem sends the angel a little later, sometimes it sends it a little earlier, but that's the general way God sends his angel for this disease. But it's not that, um, uh, it's not that there's some natural force by itself. The word natural force is, is, is a, is it her heresy? There are no other forces besides Hashem. There are no other things besides Hashem. There's a similar concept that the Rebbe said about the custom when a child turns three years old, you take the child to school and you wrap him in a talus and you tell the child to lick honey off of Hebrew letters and you, and you pour candies in the child and you tell the child, here are candies from Angel Mechal. Now, uh, when I did this with my children, they right away said, uh, Tati, uh, that wasn't... Um, why are you telling our brother that that's Angel Mechal when really it was uh, Mommy and you and whatever? It's a good question. And it's a question really for even for those children who aren't watching. And why, why are we saying that? And the answer is, why is there something sweet in this world? Where does it come from that there's sweetness in this world? The sweetness of this... And there's another, another thing... Why are we saying telling the child that, that the Torah is sweet, the honey is sweet? We're telling the child, lick the honey off the letters because the Torah is sweet. The, 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 letter, the honey is sweet, not that the letters. The answer is, all the sweetness in the world comes from the sweetness of Torah. And it's administered to the angel Mechal. And when you tell a child that he should taste from the honey, and you're, you're, the child is, is, has enough faith in God, specifically because he's a child, He's able to put the two together. When a human being experiences sweetness of honey, he doesn't right away associate that with Torah. He doesn't associate that with God sending the sweetness through the Malach Mochel. But a child has a greater level of faith and more more of a simplicity, as the Talmud says, that children are called Mashiach. What that means is that since a child's mind and heart isn't developed yet when he's born, therefore he's more in touch with the essence of his neshama. And therefore, there's no, there's no long bridge between the sweetness of Torah and the sweetness of the honey. He sees the sweet, sweetness of honey is from the sweetness of Torah. It's, it's, it's natural to him. The sweetness of the candies originate from Malch Mochol. So it happens to be that Malch Mochol sent this sweetness to the world. And this sweetness was, was garbed in this, in this candy. And this candy was bought in the store. But the child sees the direct link to God sending this candy through Malch Mochol. In a similar way, every time a person's healed, is because it's because of Hashem sending Malach Rafal. That, that Hashem made you get better. So when people, so that's why the Ramam says the powers of nature are called angels. Angels are nature. Nature is angels. There's no such. There's no intrinsic power in nature. It's just Hashem sends healing through an angel, and we call that healing natural. The Chacham Tzvi says that the difference between a miracle. And nature is that a miracle happens once, and nature is something that happens many times. So we call that nature. But it's not, not really different than the miracle. It's just something that happens a lot more often. But it's not 
intrinsically different. It's both acts of God. Okay, so that's the reason why Rashi knows that it happened on day three because Hashem wouldn't send the angel before day three because Avram has to feel the full consequence of circumcision in order for the mitzvah to have the full impact to elevate the world. So we learn from this step, it says two things. Sure, let me see your face to ask these questions. Good questions. He needed, to, he needed to be sick for two days to reach that third day of being healed. Okay, so um, two points. The first point I know. The second point I'm not so sure. I have to look it up. First point is the, the, the fact that people throughout history have this phenomenon of being sick for three days is something that God planned before he gave us before he gave us the mitzvah. In other words, is the Torah a manual or is the Torah a blueprint? People think the Torah is just a manual. In other words, there's life, I live, and the Torah tells me how to live. But it's really the opposite. First there is the goal of creation, first there is the Torah, and once Hashem has the Torah, Hashem Hashem has to create a space for the Torah to be implemented. So just like, for example, this table. I can't bring the table into a room where the room is full. So Hashem has to first create time and space. And once there's time and space, so then, Hashem, then Hashem has a place for the Torah to be fulfilled. So, so Hashem's, when we say that a mitzvah, um, this mitzvah causes someone to be sick for three days, that's, that wasn't it's something that started on the day that Avon was circumcised. That's something that Hashem planned before creation. That's, that's part of the plan. Right, Right. One second. So there's another letter of the Rebbe, I think, whatever it says, Rebbe asks something similar to what you pointed out to. I have to see the letter again to, to make sure that I'm saying quoting correctly. Rebbe asks, how come this mitzvah is associated with pain specifically? Why does it have to be pain? And if I remember correctly, Rebbe says something to this effect, that the, this mitzvah is meant to elevate the lowest part of a person, and therefore is to even elevate pain. Pain is the lowest kind of feeling that there is. A person experiences pain, they feel the most, it's the lowest kind of feeling. 
And Hashem gives, gives us this mitzvah to elevate pain, so that the pain itself, that's why you're not supposed to be, um, an adult has to have anesthesia. Um, I just heard some horror stories from a male last night. Crazy, crazy stuff. Anyways, so, um, so therefore the mitzvah has to have pain because the mitzvah is meant to elevate even our pain. That's, 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 that's what I think the Rebbe says in other places. Remind me to look that up. Um, so what's the bottom line? What's the lesson we have in our lives? By the way, this, this, did I answer your question? Or you still have a question? Not really. Okay. I didn't answer your question. Go ahead. What's your question? That again, Hashem works in miraculous ways. Why does he have to... Hashem wants a home. You can't obviously ask questions on why Hashem. That's just the blueprint. That's just the way he made it. Is you got to go through that pain to get to that answer. Bring out that deeper level. Circumcision just happens to have pain because it wants to elevate that deeper part of you and be associated with pain. But again, he could have made the blueprint without the pain and elevated yourself. But Okay. Yeah, you're asking that Hashem could have... I just will say that there are some questions that that I can't answer that are discussed in, in, in Hasidus. So even though if I'm, I, I, you can always ask why, 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 but you'll notice uh, that the Rebbe asks these questions in various many places. The Rebbe asks questions that in third grade you ask a question like, teachers can't ask that question. But, but the Rebbe asks... This, this, this seems like a semi-Hasidic question. Um, it's, got, it's got to do more with uh, the spiritual chemical properties, what's going on up above. There, there is two lessons that everyone wants us to learn from here. Lesson number one is that it doesn't say in the Torah God appeared to Avraham. It says God appeared to him. It's a pronoun. The reason why a pronoun is used is because you may think, oh, I know why Hashem appeared to Avraham because he's Avraham. Of course he appeared to Avraham. And therefore you'll say, you know who I'm going to visit when they're sick? I'm going to visit, you know, someone who's really high and holy. When this person is sick, I have to go visit him. So therefore the Torah says God appeared to him. It doesn't say to who. So you shouldn't think that you only should visit people who are who have some stature to you, whether the stature is their holiness, their stature is in your, they're in your social arena, God appeared to him. Someone is sick, has to show is a mitzvah to visit the sick, doesn't matter who they are. Someone who's not so high up in your um, uh, people that you want to visit. Um, number two, the lesson is that we shouldn't... Um, we shouldn't have to, we shouldn't resort to miracles to mitzvahs, even if we could. Even if Hashem gave you the keys, Rebzev. He says, you could, here's a key, just, you don't want to make this an easier way, it's up to you. So, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't take the key. Why not? Because a mitzvah is supposed to be done in a physical way. So, I know your question is, huh? It's not a miracle. Say again? The healing of him on the third day by Malach Rafal is not a miracle. That's just nature per se right and he happened to be to see the natural angel that's in the room that's healing as we say with the doctor it's not really the doctor it's the angel it's like just being able to see the angel that's in the room that's always there that you just can't normally see right exactly and although the torah says everyone says not 67 although it says they appear to him like people so we have to say that as rashi says later later on he found out that they were angels Number two, Rebbe says he saw Malach Rafal healing him, and uh, he didn't see um, just things happening in the world. He didn't just see, oh, I'm feeling better today. He actually saw Malach Rafal healing him. And, 
And it, it, but it happened on day three because day three is when things happen in God's world. That's, that's part of the process. I, I think, Rebze, for us, knowing that Hashem is a genius, could do things different ways, we should also trust Hashem as a genius when He does choose to do things the way that we don't like. We should know that, that this is part of the, His plan of, the, of the, making a home in the lowest realm. We could daven, could ask for things to be easier, but when the things aren't or happening in a slower way than we want them to, we should believe that this is, we should know the truth, that this is part of Hashem's plan, He wants to elevate the world, and this is part of the elevation of the world, going through the elements of nature, going through the consumed of, consumed of nature. Anyways, have a great day, Rebzev, great day, David. Leet